today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Uh, let's bring in Patrick Brown, leader of the Ontario Progressive Conservative Party. He is with us now. Hello, Patrick. How are you today? I'm doing great, and it's nice to be back on your show. Thanks for coming. We certainly do appreciate having you here. Uh, what's your take on all this? And, I mean, we just had Glenn Tebow on, and basically said, he said as rates go up uh, with the HST rebate, so do our savings. How do you think that's going to sit with Ontarians? You know, boy, can these guys spin. Uh, what they've done is they've canceled the 10% rebate, which is the clean energy benefit, replaced it with an 8% rebate, so you're, it's actually less relief. You're going to pay more. And they had a throne speech to unveil it. Um, normally, what you, you do for a significant new government agenda, it's a shell game. The rates are going up November 1st. Every month when you get your hydro bill, it will continue to go up and up and up. And I challenged the premier in the legislature. I said, you're doing all this window dressing, but when will you actually change the failed policies? The Auditor General says your failed policies have meant Ontario's been overcharged $37 billion. When will you actually acknowledge the mistake you've made and correct course? In the last three years, because of these renewable contracts that the government has signed for 25-year deals at uncompetitive market rates, we, we've given away $3 billion in the last three years to Michigan, to Pennsylvania, to New York. Kathleen Wynne has been the best Minister of Economic Development that Michigan and Pennsylvania ever had in their history. Hmm. Uh, the energy credit, your energy critic says that you guys can do all of this stuff without the pain. Uh, and, and, you know, when I asked, when I presented this to Glenn Tebow, he said that he hasn't heard your plan, that you guys are, all you're doing is uh, sitting on the side of the fence lobbing rocks, and that there's, uh, that you guys have not presented any plan. What is it that you guys can do any different? How can you do what they've done cheaper? Two big things that I challenge the, the government on, and, you know, they don't like to listen to the question period. Sometimes I ask questions and they don't even, well, rarely do they ever answer. So the two things that I've called on the government to do, and what my plan is, is one, stop signing any new agreements. Right now they're signing new agreements almost every month, um, and all, all these energy contracts that we're signing, we can't use, so we have to give it away. And in some cases we have to pay other states to take it. On average, we're, we're signing eight, eight, eight cents a kilowatt and selling it at two cents. It doesn't make any sense to be signing these mega contracts. The only thing that, that, that would explain it is the fact that 99% of the recent contracts are major donors to the Ontario Liberal Party, that the wind and solar companies, the mega contracts from companies in South Korea and China have given $1.3 million to the Ontario Liberal Party. That leaves an appearance that bad policy has been bought, the whole cash per access campaign finance scandal that we heard so much about at Queen's Park. So my starting point is no new contracts. The second portion of my plan is to stop the fire sale of Hydro One. All indications are that with this fire sale, we lose complete control of future rate increases. The financial accountability officer has said it's reckless. 200 municipalities have signed resolutions um, by the government's own independent oversight. It says this is a net loser after two years. It's just the government using one-time budget money um, to, to make it look like the, the books are balanced when they're not. So I would immediately stop the fire sale of Hydro One. And that's where, we, that's where we differ. One, I'd stop signing contracts, and I wouldn't go through with the fire sale. Uh, that being said, it's, you know, progressive conservatives for a long time have wanted to privatize. Would you do anything different with Hydro One? I mean, you know, it wasn't that long ago well, that, actually, you know, the, the 407 actually, yeah. went out. 
Yeah, and in all honesty, I think the four, I wasn't old enough to vote when, when that 407 privatization happened, but in retrospect, I think it was a bad deal for Ontario. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't support what happened there. I think we should learn from it. And in terms of the... Well, you know what, Patrick? Patrick, you're the first one I've ever heard admit that. Good for you. And, and in terms of the um, Hydro One privatization, yes, he did look at it, but after looking at all the facts, he backed away, and it was a bad deal for Ontario. And so I find it completely bewildering that Kathleen Wynne uh, is pursuing this so uh, aggressively. And so absolutely, I'm 100% against this fire sale, this privatization of Hydro One. So what do you do? Would you do portions of it? Would you do something similar? Or would you just leave it alone? No, I, 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 would, I would leave it alone. Um, you know, do I think Hydro One can be run better? Um, absolutely. When I look at efficiencies within, within Hydro One, absolutely. But what they're doing um, is the exact opposite. They're loaning groups money to buy shares at devalued rates. They gave the new CEO a $4 million paycheck. Um, you know, the, the CEO of Hydro-Quebec is 400000 Kathleen Wynne just gave a $4 million paycheck for and $20 million in compensation for the executive to essentially do whatever they want. Um, it's just not right. And like I said, it all comes down to why is the government doing this? Ontario now has the highest energy prices in North America. This summer we passed Hawaii as having the highest hydro bills. By the government's own admission, hydro prices are going to go up 42% by 2018. And, and this doesn't make sense other than the fact all these companies that got the contracts are major donors to the Ontario Liberal Party. Of the companies that got the contracts, 99.4% have been there helping Liberal Party coffers. It smells horribly. All right. Uh, I have to ask you about the Scarborough by-election and the whole sex ed curriculum thing. Everybody thought that's the way that election was going to go. Obviously, soaring electricity rates turned out to be the big issue. Some have questioned the timing on you wanting to scrap or the memo or whatever that came out that said that you wanted to scrap the sex ed curriculum and start over. Uh, quickly, that was that position was clarified and, and you said you would not do that. Uh, what do you say in regard to people who are still questioning the timeline of that? So first of all, in, in Scarborough River, that was might have been the safest Liberal seat in the province, the seat they'd never lost. Um, they lost it because of hydro prices. Um, and I realized a letter went out when I was up north, um, and I, it didn't reflect my opinion. And uh, um, I went out on Twitter right away to clarify that I wanted sex education remained in the, in the school system, and I penned my own op-ed. Um, I didn't want anyone voting for our, our party on our false promise. Anyone that thought that I would be getting rid of sex education, uh, I didn't want them voting for my candidate on, on a false premise. And I'd say it's very unusual for a politician to write an op-ed apologizing, acknowledging the mistake and taking full responsibility. And, you know, um, everything that happens under my watch or my team, the buck stops at me. I'm responsible. And that's why I wrote a letter of apology. That's why I wrote an op-ed. And I didn't wait until the by-election was over. I did it four days in advance of the by-election to make it unequivocally clear where I stood. And I think in politics, if you do the right thing, then things end up turning out an end. And you know what? Um, people thought I might have blown that by-election for our party by writing that op-ed, apologizing, acknowledging a mistake. We end up going up on the polls, and we won by a very comfortable margin in a seat 
that we had never won. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud that I did the clarification. I'm proud that I apologized. I thought it was the right thing to do. Uh, that seemed to be the about face when uh, Premier Wynn started chatting about electricity rates. Do you think that was the catalyst for, these, for this, uh, this HST drop? I think it's an act of uh, desperation. I, I think the government is still in disbelief that they lost one of their safest seats that was viewed as a liberal fortress. Even when the Conservatives won majorities in the mid-90s, they got uh, they got creamed in that riding. And so um, I think a lot of nervous liberals, and they, and they thought they had to do something. Unfortunately, all they're doing is a Band-Aid solution. Like I said, taking it with a 10% rebate, replacing it with an 8% rebate, they can't trick voters. They've been trying to do that for too long. When the average family gets their hydro bill in October and it goes up, and then it goes up again in November and December and January and February, and there's no change, it, and it actually gets worse, I can tell you people are going to get even angrier at Kathleen Wynne and Glenn Tebow. They're not willing to do the real changes they need to, and until they're willing to stop signing these contracts and stop the fire sale of Hydro One, it's going to get worse. And, and ultimately, voters are going to continue to get fed up. All right. This past week, uh, the government has introduced HOT lanes on uh, the stretch of Highway QEW between Burlington and Oakville, taking a current HOV lane and turning it into, uh, obviously, if you still carpool, you, or if you car, carpool, you can still ride in it free, but you can also buy uh, the privilege to ride in a car uh, singly with one single driver. Uh, is this the answer? Where is this going? Uh, I'm even questioning whether the flow is at the point where these lanes are even worth paying for at this point. Where's your head in all this? I think it's just another revenue grab. This government is is, is so um, short on funds because of their mismanagement, their waste, and their scandals. They're looking at any way they can, you know, have new taxes. And, you know, it's one thing if there was a toll on, on a road that people hadn't paid for, some new road, the gov- new road the government was constructing, but they're putting a toll on a road that's already been paid for. Um, I, I, I'm just tired of the fact that there's new costs everywhere we look. There's your hydro bills or toll roads, new licensing fees. It's too much. Uh, do you think that this is something that your government would scrap? Would it scrap HOT lanes? Would it scrap yeah. HOV lanes? Yeah, so we haven't, we're not going to come up with our platform until closer to the election, but let, let, let me say I'm not a fan of of these toll roads and roads that people have already paid for. Um, and, you know, not not to presume our policy process as a party, um, but, you know, talking to our MPPs and, and those in our, on our team, uh, I see very little support for keeping them. All right. Uh, Hydro One, uh, on the heels of what you were talking about in regard to the sale, uh, it's just been announced as well as that the, the union is going to uh, sue the government over that. What are your comments on that? Good for them. I, I, you know, I think this is a reckless deal for Ontario. I'm glad that people are fighting the government. I'm glad that 200 municipalities have passed resolutions. I'm glad that the government's being challenged. This, you know, I, I realize that the syndicate doing the sale did a major fundraiser for the Liberal Party, and, and I know Kathleen Wynne's grateful. Um, you know, big fundraiser, $165,000 with the Minister of Finance and Minister of Energy right at the time of the sale. But this is a horrible idea for Ontario. This is a $700 million revenue tool um, that we're giving away forever. We've had this since 1908. We're going to lose all control over future rate increases. Um, the financial accountability officer appointed by the government has come out with a damning report saying this would be short-sighted and after two years, a net loss for Ontario. 
there's no public mandate for this. Kathleen Wynne needs to stop her obsession with this Hydro One fire sale. It, it, it is not in the best interest of Ontario. All right, here's a local Hamilton question for you, Patrick. If the PCs are elected in 2018, will this, will his party uphold Wynne's commitment to provide $1 billion for LRT or other public transportation in Hamilton, uh, says Max on an email. So what's your commitment to LRT in this city? So I, I gave a speech in the summer in Hamilton, and I said we would honour... Uh, existing infrastructure uh, commitments. And, you know, I, I was a two-term city councillor in, in Barrie and a finance chair, and I think we have to work collaboratively with our municipalities. And so if this project is continues to be um, the priority for Hamilton City Council, then a progressive conservative government would work collaboratively with them and honour the commitments that have been made. Patrick Brown has been with us, leader of the Ontario Progressive Conservative Party. Patrick, thanks for making time. Much appreciated. My pleasure. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.